It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Finance Secretary Qualities I was asked during my most recent ANC Market Edge interview about the qualities our finance secretary should have given the speculation on Secretary Benjamin Diakno and Representative Ralph Recto. I won't comment on the horse race aspect and handicapping as enough seem to be doing that. We should also find out soon enough if that is happening or not anyway. I do think the speculation is serious, otherwise why would many columnists be writing about it with a recent preponderance about how we need a technocrat, meaning keep Secretary Diakno or getting straight to the point and advocating his retention? If all was in order, there would be no need for these columns as you don't see a multitude writing about other cabinet secretaries in the same way, volume and frequency. What is my take? There is no singular model for what makes a qualified finance secretary. Rather there are many models of equal validity. It to me is more what the times require, and the expertise and background of the president that determines what to choose between types among the amply qualified. There are about three major types of background for finance secretaries. Some like Carlos Sonny Dominguez III and Cesar Purisma, round two, combine two of the three. The three types are, the politician or active in government type, the academic slash bureaucrat in the private sector, banking or business chief executive officer, CEO, or chief financial officer, CFO, usually, person. Most of this administration's economic team are academic slash bureaucrats in that they never held elective office and before or in between appointed positions in government were professors. What is unusual is that this time, nearly the whole economic team are of this background, which in my view is part of the issue. Everyone has a limited background, the idea is not to find someone who has all the necessary experience as that would probably mean it is frankly of a shallow and superficial nature, but to be complementary and encourage not just diverse but even conflicting views, but keep the arguments private unlike say what happened in the first Aquino administration, to have robust debate and vetting. Then have public unanimity and good execution. When you have everyone of one mindset advocating one view, that is not healthy even if the point of view is correct as there will likely be inadequate vetting of all the effects and ramifications. Something so painfully obvious as proof of this is Maharlika. Making the DBP, Development Bank of the Philippines, and LBP, Land Bank of the Philippines, seed investors puts them in a precarious capital position and defeats the purpose of fostering development. This may have come from not thinking about the many related issues from having them being the funders of the fund bureaucrat slash academic. Back to the bureaucrat slash academic model. Caesar Verata is the leading example of how this could work. The idea is that qualified academics are deeply rooted in economic theory and know what options there are and which have worked or not in analogous situations. That is good for the macroeconomic manager a finance secretary must be. Hopefully, he or she has kept abreast of economic thought rather than fossilized in what he may have been taught or is an inflexible ideologue. A bureaucrat also understands how the bureaucracy works and its levers if a successful one. Both tend to be good at office politics which is usually a necessary trait when in government. Next is the politician or experienced government official with economic expertise. While their knowledge might not be as deep as someone with a PhD, or an advanced degree in economics or finance, they compensate with heightened political antennae, and a knowledge of how to negotiate and get legislation passed. The latter is never an easy thing in our rambunctious democracy, especially if it is to raise revenue rather than cut taxes. Examples of the former are Secretary Alberto Romulo and Rep. 
Margarito Gary Teves, and both acquitted themselves very well. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. The latter includes Secretary Dominguez and, in his second go as Finance Secretary, Secretary Purisma, who are both considered successful and won awards. While never a finance secretary as she was president, President Gloria Macapagal Arroyo who was an astute politician with a PhD in economics was a very effective economic manager. Proof is we were the only country in Asia that avoided a recession post the 2008 global financial crisis. If he is appointed, Representative Recto would be in this group. Politician slash government type. The two most recent tax reform and revenue raising measures were passed under this type of finance secretary. The VAT value-added tax, Changes under President Arroyo and Secretary Teves did put our fiscal house on a more sustainable path and led to the strengthening of the peso from about P58 to the US dollar to below 50. It also ameliorated the effects of oil price increases at the time it was passed and in the few years after as it was implemented. The most major tax reform championed by Secretary Dominguez led to a rare trifecta in tax legislation. It lowered tax rates, increased compliance and raised revenues. This was not easy to achieve and required balance and nuance to achieve something that was fairer and raised revenues and compliance. As a businessman, he was not just aware of but had to live with the Byzantine rules in our tax laws and its sometimes ramshackle implementation and the time-consuming ways businesses had to deal with them. As a veteran of prior administrations, he knew what was needed and which levers to play to get the law passed yet remain an effective one rather than a lost-in-the-process law like Maharlika for example became. We owe a lot to this exemplary public servant and sage. By contrast, the recent handling of the military and uniformed personnel pension is an example of what happens when you don't have a sharp political antenna. You end up in the same place anyway but with a lot of rancor and often delay. Plus, suspicion rather than goodwill for the next issue. Was Secretary Diakno's reading of a fiscal cliff accurate? Yes, he was not creating a problem but doing his best to address one. But in my view, saying let's go back on our word and slash everyone's pension, without of course touching other government agencies that also have high and subsidized pensions including those he came from, was not how I would have done it. Also proposing a solution without even knowing if it had any buy-in from the affected constituents was a tactic I would not recommend. In the end what was commonly followed elsewhere was adopted anyway. That is, respect existing pensions and change it for new recruits. The initial proposed solution was also bereft of fairness. Private sector person. The other model is the private sector model, often a banker, or CEO or CFO. This is most useful when you have a president like President Arroyo who, being already knowledgeable on economic issues, needed someone to execute rather than formulate and then sell the policies to the legislature. They have been effective when frankly borrowing money given they usually speak the language and selling assets for the same reason. 
The concern often is a lack of understanding of the way the government works if it is their first time in government. Less of an issue if not their first time in government as was the case with Secretary Dominguez and Round 2 of Purisma. Regardless of which model they may belong to, it is critical that besides being qualified, finance secretaries understand the job is not just finance and economics. He or she needs to be aware of the social and political ramifications of his policies and even if he or she pulls it off, if the process is rancorous it will affect the ability to get the next initiative done. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.